Inside Property Investing, Episode 1. Welcome to the Inside Property Investing Podcast, where we dive inside the stories of the most successful and inspiring property entrepreneurs to share their successes, failures, and strategies, and help you plan your path towards financial freedom. Now, let's get started with your host, Mike Stenhouse. Hey guys, Mike Stenhouse here, and I just wanted to take a second to thank you all for stopping by. This podcast is created for you, and if you like what you hear and want to continue to learn from the most successful property investors around, then head on over to InsidePropertyInvesting.com, click on the subscribe link, and it'll take you directly to iTunes to subscribe, so you'll never miss another episode. I'd be thrilled if you could take the time to leave a rating, so I'll thank everyone who does during our next episode. Okay, let's get started. Today will be slightly different from our future episodes, as it'll just be me and you. I want to spend 10 minutes talking you through the idea behind inside property investing, how it's going to work, and then give you a little insight into my background. After that, every future episode is going to feature an interview with some of the most successful property entrepreneurs to help motivate you and get you working towards your own success. So podcasting has been a big part of my life since I left the corporate world behind and found myself driving long distances with nothing for company but the radio or my Spotify playlist. I'd be driving around three hours to work every Monday morning and Friday evening, and after a few weeks listening to the same presenters play the same songs, I knew there had to be a better answer. I've always loved reading business books to help inspire me, but obviously reading behind the wheel wasn't the best idea. So I started scrolling through the podcast app on my iPhone and was amazed at how much content was being produced on subjects I was genuinely interested in. The next few days were spent flicking between dozens of podcasts trying to find ones that resonated with me and it wasn't long before my playlist was full of episodes covering marketing, networking, small business advice and the occasional movie review. Listening to people like Joe Polish and Dean Jackson during my commute felt like they were speaking directly to me, and I'd arrive wherever I was going, ready to take on my biggest challenges. Then I discovered Entrepreneur on Fire, hosted by John Lee Dumas, delivering a daily interview with successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. Anyone who has come across his amazing podcast will know straight away that more than a little bit of my inspiration comes from him and the awesome things he's doing. It's definitely a show worth checking out, once you've listened to mine of course. But whilst I loved hearing about how these other entrepreneurs got started and the challenges they faced along the way, a lot of the content was focused on online or digital businesses and the lessons weren't directly applicable to my life and my own goals. At the same time, I'd started going along to property networking events to meet other people and to try and promote my lettings agency. And I realized the speakers at these events were sharing their inspiring stories and they were much closer to the story I wanted to create for myself. The only problem was, they were limited to sharing that story with however many people were in the room that night. Then the next night, they drive halfway across the country to share the same story with another small group of people. It was at that moment I knew I could change things. By talking to these great entrepreneurs, I could capture their lessons, and by sharing the recordings via a podcast, their message could reach a huge audience by comparison to live events. The idea for the Inside Property Investing podcast was born. And this episode marks the first step on a new journey to bring this knowledge to the masses. Three days a week, on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, 
we'll be releasing a new interview with another inspiring investor who wants to give their time to help others achieve their own success. We'll start off by finding out a little about their background and what they did before property became their life, and also look into the first baby steps they took to making the transition into property as a full-time career. Staying with their past for a little longer, we'll dive into some of their major successes, their biggest failures, and what strategies they choose to focus on. Then we jump into the present day to find out what their own goals are, as well as where they see the industry going and how they're preparing themselves to deal with it. Finally, we get into the details of their advice to help you, whether you're just starting out or are trying to get your property business to the next level. They'll share their favorite tools and resources, the books they love going back to time and time again, and how they'd get started today if they lost everything. It's an awesome format and we've got some great guests lined up. I'm really excited to learn from them all and I can't wait to share it with you. But let me tell you a bit about me first, so you know who it is sitting at the other end of the microphone. I was born and grew up in a place called Fife in Scotland before moving away to the University of Glasgow, where I lasted the impressive total of three months studying law. I realized pretty quickly that a career based on the past didn't excite me, and I wanted more freedom. I moved back home and spent the next couple of months looking at different options, and finally settled on a business degree at Lancaster University. In the meantime, I bought my first property, a two-bedroom ex-council apartment in my hometown that needed a light refurbishment, new kitchen, new carpets, that sort of stuff. I rented it out and forgot all about it for the next three years whilst I studied, except for the monthly income it generated, giving me some extra beer money in my pocket. One year of my business degree was spent in Vancouver, Canada, where I took a class on real estate investing and one on negotiating, among others, but my primary focus was weekend snowboarding in Whistler. Needless to say, I don't remember much from those classes, or many of the others during my three years studying. After that, I got a graduate job with Procter & Gamble as an IT project manager in Newcastle. Because I technically owned a house that I was selling in order to relocate, they paid my selling and buying costs, and I bought another apartment close to the office. This one was a mess, and I spent the next six months renovating it whilst living there. I'm pretty sure I can still taste the dirt and dust sometimes, but it taught me a lot about property renovations, specifically never to live in another project again. Once it was finished, two of my friends moved in with me, and their rent covered the mortgage and bills, meaning I was earning good money and living for free in my own place. When the apartment downstairs became available, I quickly made an offer on that as well, and before long, I was the owner of two properties. Victoria, my girlfriend at the time, helped me renovate this one whilst I still lived upstairs, and when it was done, we moved in together. I rented out the third room upstairs, and now both mortgages were covered from the rental income. I was getting used to this property thing. Over the next year, we flipped another property which we sold immediately after in order to start building our cash pot as well as our cash flow. It was around this time that I met Victoria's dad, who happened to be the owner of a successful residential lettings agency in the northwest of England. The entrepreneurial fire was rekindled and I quit my job to go and expand the family business. We sold up everything in Newcastle, opened a second letting agent in Stockport and set about two more flips. Now I'm more committed than ever to making property my primary income and more motivated than ever because I've got our wedding to pay for along with some pretty big plans for the home we've just bought together. Who knows where I'll be a year from now, 
but I know property is going to play a huge part in that journey one way or another. And that basically brings us up to today on the brink of the launch of the Inside Property Investing podcast and some pretty exciting investment goals for the rest of 2015. In the next episodes, we'll jump straight into our interviews with inspiring and successful property investors like Vanessa Warwick, Gavin Barry, and my own property mentor, Susan Alexander. Until then, remember to check us out on iTunes where you can subscribe, rate, and review the Inside Property Investing podcast. And make sure you don't miss another episode. See you next time, Property Insiders. So that's the end of the show, but it's only the start of the discussion. I'd love to hear your comments and feedback about our guests, what we've discussed, and what problems you're facing in your own property journey. Head on over to the podcast pages at InsidePropertyInvesting.com where you can comment on this episode, look for Inside Property Investing on Facebook, or search for at Mike Stenhouse on Twitter.